Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We've been talking a lot, uh, of course, because we have a new mayor and we've been talking a lot about public safety here in Philadelphia because we also have a new police commissioner. We have someone joining us now from the White House who's going to talk about a federal uh, initiative to help encourage public safety. Stephen Benjamin, he is the senior advisor and director for the Office of Public Engagement. And Stephen, welcome to Reality Check. Good morning to you. How are you today? Hey, Tanya, thanks so much for having me. How are you? I am doing well. And I should have mentioned that you've also served as the mayor of Columbia, South Carolina from 2010 to 2021. And you're here to talk to us about the National Law Enforcement Accountability Database. Tell us what that is and uh, what it hopes to make happen. Sure. Some some folks, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me um, uh, and the wonderful team at Word and at the work that you're doing, getting real news out to the community. Thank um, you. Just, yeah, some of you may remember the president's executive order um, on, on advancing effective, accountable policing uh, and criminal justice practices, just realizing that um, in order to really have truly safe communities, uh, there has to be an intentional effort to enhance public trust right. in the men and women who are charged with uh, uh, with keeping uh, them safe. Um, and this announcement around the National Law Enforcement Accountability Database was was to try and create a centralized place, repository of information documenting law enforcement officer misconduct uh, to increase accountability and transparency in law enforcement hiring. Uh, many of us have seen story after story of, of, of a law enforcement officer who, who, who breaks the law, uh, abuses um, um, uh, his or her authority, then being hired somewhere else in another mm. community mm-hmm. uh, to, to then do the job that he or she no longer has the privilege of, 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 uh, of doing. Um, so the, the database was something that was so imp- important to President Biden, Vice President Harris, and the database is now live. It includes um, seven years of, of, of records of, of current and former uh, Department of Justice officers who have misconduct information uh, in their files. Uh, so it's, it's starting now uh, with, with federal um, uh, officers. Uh, 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 it's going to soon be expanded to allow access by authorized users from any federal law enforcement agency and then state and local agencies uh, as well. Uh, you know, with the protect safety and privacy of officers, we want to make sure everyone has due process rights, just as as we want to have as uh, citizens. Uh, but um, it, it's it's important that that this is not something that anyone in the public can search, but that that law enforcement agencies will have access to, so they know exactly um, the men and, and 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 women that they're looking at hiring, exactly what their background is. Um, so all uh, all federal law enforcement agencies have to have their information. Uh, into this database by February 16th. Um, um, uh, at that time, um, all other uh, everyone's going to be able to gain access into the system uh, as, as as we continue to, to populate this data that lets us know um, uh, who um, has done what um, o- over the last seven years. And certainly, um, you know, this not, something like this has never existed before. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I know um, uh, a lot of our friends in the civil rights community that I've had the chance to talk to um, face-to-face are very uh, excited about what it could mean to um, further accountability and, 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 and transparency 
um, so that um, you can check a prospective officer's um, uh, history at, that, um, uh, at any time and make sure you're not bringing uh, knowingly problematic officers into uh, their, their agencies, their police departments or, or communities in the communities that they serve. So, Stephen, it sounds to me like this is not a voluntary thing. You said that this is a mandate, uh, at least when it comes to federal law enforcement, so that these uh, agencies will have to uh, put their information on their officers. Now, is this officers across the border? Is this just officers in this database that have done something that has been negative and it is on their record? No, this this is going to be uh, this is mandatory. Yes, it's man, it's mandatory for all federal agencies. So this is going to be um, uh, something that everyone's required to to have this information in by February sixteenth, and obviously to constantly uh, update it. And authorized um, users will get an alert if there's any derogatory information uh, in, in, on the individual, and we'll be able to follow up uh, with the agency that reported uh, the um, the the information as well. So no, this. This is meant to be um, um, uh, meaningful uh, and to make sure that people have um, um, access to information that anyone. I mean, and, and I know so many of your of your listeners, uh, they, they have to hire and fire people on any given day. Uh, you, you, you need information, um, especially in, in such a significant uh, position of public trust. Uh, so this is this is meant to not only strengthen accountability, but also allows you to do what you need to do as we as we open up. Um, I, I, I ran the second largest law enforcement agency in South Carolina at one point and certainly served as mayor for over a, a, a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, if, in fact, you you have um, legitimate public trust and transparency, it's amazing how it makes a community safe. Uh, um, and uh, this is hopefully one in a, uh, in a number of different initiatives that the president um, uh, has been moving uh, forward on that that works to continue to move towards that that desired future state to make sure we have safer communities. We got some good. I'm sorry. Good, please, get Tanya. No. So just reiterating, is this all officers in the federal law enforcement system, or yes. just the ones? Okay. So all officers, and then there yes. will be ones yeah. that have things on their record uh, that can be flagged because of this database. That they will be able to have a way to identify those that may be problematic who are still on the job. Yeah, it's it's all it's all officers in the federal database, uh, and and eventually we're going to have state state and local uh, agency government agencies, uh, police departments, and sheriff's departments will also have access, um, hopefully very soon. And and, and just to be real clear, uh, the the types of records that that will be um, uh, in the database uh, in, include um, six different types of misconduct. So any convictions that an officer might have, mm-hmm. any civil judgments. That an officer might have if they've been terminated uh, or, or they've had any suspension uh, of their authority. And even if they des- decided to resign or retire while under investigation uh, or if they've had some sustained complaints, all this will be in the database. Um, so it'll be it'll be fairly comprehensive. Uh, and, and, that, and that's the goal to make sure that, again, anyone who's making a decision to hire someone, they'll have access to this information uh, to make a, um, the right decision. And, and obviously, if they make the wrong decision. Uh, to assume the accountability that comes along with it. Well, there is certainly uh, it, 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 there is a part of this that says that if people have these kind of serious uh, convictions or, or various issues of misconduct on their record, the fact that they're still even in uh, federal law enforcement seems like that would be a concerning thing. 
Um, and the other question is these the mandatory part of this is federal law enforcement. So we're talking FBI. We're talking uh, what are the federal law enforcement agencies? ATF and 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 DEA. So all, all yeah, all the all the above. And remember now, this also goes back seven years. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a number of people who no longer work in the federal government as well. Got it. Um, but 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 um, so I want to think of these all folks who are still working, <laughs> who are still <laughs> right. working in the federal government. Uh, this goes back seven years. So it, it's it's a it's a look back. So um, folks know, um, uh, even folks who are no longer working here, but uh, are not um, probably working anywhere else. Uh, people have access to that information. So that covers the federal law enforcement officers. Now, when it comes to, and I'm looking at the language in uh, uh, the president's launch uh, press release that it says, working to allow and encourage state, tribal, local, and territorial law enforcement agencies to make available and access similar records as part of their hiring process. So that is not, at this moment, mandatory for the state, tribal, local, and territorial law enforcement agencies. Are they? Is there any expectation that they will freely participate in this, or will they be uh, encouraged is kind of a, a, a word that is uh, a little vague. I would I would say. I would I would say this um, uh, on on oh, no no they will be strongly encouraged to use the database and I, and I, and honestly I think most cities elected officials uh, uh, I had I had lawyers who worked for me at the city uh, I think I think most cities will gravitate towards this space tribal officials as well where you want to know who you have working for you. And, and if and if this if this is, if this information is available and you choose not to lose it, not to use it, you find yourself in a in a position um, where again you 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 assume the risks that come along uh, with that. So, uh, without um, actual leadership from Congress, uh, the president obviously has authority through executive order to 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 affect federal agencies. Right. Um, but there are uh, there are a number of different issues that the president continues to push Congress uh, to to uh, act on, uh, many of them uh, reflecting this executive order, some around uh, voting rights, more around around guns and getting assault weapons off of our street. He's acting uh, in every, um, using every bit of his uh, power and authority uh, as president, but a lot of these things require congressional action in order to mandate state and local uh, officials to do certain certain things. And 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 I'm I work in the White House. I, I I'm not on the campaign team. Um so I make sure I, I watch that line between um uh what I what I can say and can't say. Uh but 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 a, a good bit of this requires Congress to step up and do their job as as well to make our community safer. In order to make sure that uh, as this moves forward. So right now, what we're really saying is that federal law enforcement officers, as we said, uh, the initial agencies, as I like to call them, the FBI, uh, the DEA, ATF, these are all going to be mandated to make their officers part of this database. But when it comes to state, tribal, local, territorial law enforcement, they will be strongly encouraged. And it seems as though yes. it would be a good idea for them to do so, so that they can, uh, you know, say if something happens, hey, we had this guy in the database and you still chose to hire him anyway. Um, but they, at this moment, will not be mandated to do so. Exactly. 
Yes, ma'am. But certainly hoping, ho- hoping uh, that strong encouragement <laughs> from uh, a federal <laughs> mandate will help move that along. Because as, as you're saying, this database could be something that could potentially, if there are police officers who are dealing with significant transgressions on the job, that they will be at the very least, uh, other people will know before they go to hire them and hopefully make us all a little bit more uh, safe in our dealings with law enforcement. Well, so that's, Steve, that's, a hope, that's a hope and prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Stephen Benjamin, Senior Advisor and Director of the Office of Public Engagement. So appreciate uh, your time coming on. And, uh, you know, the folks in Columbia, South Carolina that had you as mayor from 2010 to 2021, I'm sure they appreciate your service as well. Thank you so much, Tanya. Appreciate you. All right. God bless you. you thank be well. you. Back, uh, back at you. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 